Alrighty, we are now recording. Alright, so Lindsay Lohan's father has been arrested for um, picking up like drug addicts and taking them to treatment facilities in order, like in room, like exchange for payment. So do all places do that, or like was this an under table kind of thing? Um, I guess it's under table because it must be illegal. <coughs> Uh, I'll read like, some. I'm exchange these drug addicts for some cash. Yeah, like they're like here. I guess he's like here. Take these druggies and give me the money. And why are they complying? Yeah, I'm like, well, did he? I don't know. What did he do? Okay, okay. So it says, it looks like Lindsay Lohan's father, Michael Lohan, has found himself in some trouble after he allegedly was involved in a scheme that involved bringing drug addicts to treatment programs in exchange for money. According to NBC News, Michael was booked on Friday and is accused of patient brokering. So I guess, like, that's a real yeah. illegal thing. There were reportedly more than 100 people arrested for being a part of the operation, which took place in Palm Beach County. Charging documents show that he's facing five counts of patient brokering and one count of attempted patient brokering. It says state attorney Dave Arenberg said Mr. Lohan was investigated by our sober home task force and he's being charged with receiving kickbacks for referring patients to drug treatment. Patient broker, um, brokering corrupts our health care system because decisions are motivated by greed instead of a patient's needs. Well, yeah, he should definitely go to jail. But like, I don't know if they're on drugs, don't they need help regardless? Like, who's getting hurt? It's their decision, though. Oh. Like, and I mean, I don't know if he's forcing these people, but it's also just like... They said he was referring. Like, he was referring people. Like, it's not like he's kidnapping people and taking them there. Well, when you refer them, like, so if, like... Do you willingly... I don't know. Is he heavily referring, though? Because if he's, like... I mean, are they go they going out and finding these people? Like, okay, this person's a heavy drug addict, so let's go get like you know, like when you get taken to like a psych ward or whatever. Like uh-huh. usually, it's against your will. Mm. So maybe these people are going into this rehab against their will. I think I don't think that's illegal though. Like for them to accept someone against their will. Yeah. Like no. they can't. They like literally can't. Like if they say I want to leave, they like kind of have to let them leave. Unless they're, like, minors and their mm. parents put them there. Or, like, they don't have custody of themselves. Oh, it's still, like... It's tricky. You shouldn't be profiting off of, like, drug addicts, though. Mm. You should, like, if you want to help them, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter that you're getting paid about it. Mm. So. And obviously he knew it was illegal. Patient brokering, man. He was brokering patients. And they're like, it's not about the patient's needs. It's about self-interest. Then, yeah, it's about them needs. And it's like, but if you don't give a fuck about that person, then you just don't give a fuck about them. Like, I just want my money. Mm. But, like, they're still getting help. It's not like, I think it would be different. So, you're using someone and it's hurting them. Mm. Like, but this isn't really hurting them. I mean, but then again, like, you're, I'm sure he's not, like, sitting down with these people. Like, yeah, like, do you want to get help? Like, I think he's just, like, okay, this person's on drugs and is just letting them know this person's info and shit like that. Because mm. it is probably some weird shit like that, man. Because I was like, when I first read it, I was like, did he do something wrong? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like did he do something wrong? Then I was like, oh. Because being like getting off drugs is like a personal choice. Mm-hmm. But aren't drugs illegal? 
because yeah, yeah, yeah. Drugs are illegal. So them like don't they like arrest? That's what I'm. That's what I'm drugs? saying. That's why I feel like these people are being taken against their will. Because like if he's giving them the info, like okay, hey, this person lives here. They do crack, heroin, and meth. Send the police over there because obviously they're going to be in possession of it, and they have mm. to be rehabilitated. So I think maybe these people are being taken in against their will. Mm. And but why don't they say nothing about that in the article? They're just well, maybe it's still referring. developing. Oh. But like, wouldn't the police like? It's mo- like the same people are calling the police on these drug addicts, and they keep—I don't know—people are kind of dumb, so they probably wouldn't notice. Well, people don't realize that the government's the one that made these drugs to cause these problems, to mm. profit off of them. So it's all—it all comes full circle. They do profit because most. Like, and why? Of course, like he needs to put his damn daughter in rehab. He need to fucking get paid for her ass being a fucking. Rehab. Right. Someone in the comments <laughs> said, "Did he do that to Lindsay?" I was like. Damn, did he? Did he? Like, I wonder. He was probably pimping her ass out when she was a little girl. Oh when wow! She got famous. That's fucked. You know what? With the Hollywood people, you never know how deep the rabbit hole goes. Because there's something not right about Hollywood. I don't care what no one says. Once people get famous, it's like they aren't people anymore. Especially in the eyes of other people, like where they have no privacy. Like literally that clip when they're out, like Kanye West, and they're like. What's up, Kanye? He's like, shut the fuck up. They're literally outside his house at like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And like, then they get like, right oh, he has an outburst. And he like, because I think he's punched some like paparazzi before. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you're invading his you're personal harassing space. Me. Like, Just because you're a paparazzi and you get paid to do this shit and I'm a celebrity doesn't mean I'm not a person. It's but so weird. I seen this video of this lady talking about like, why do we put so much value into people who don't do anything for us? Like, we should be. You know, awestruck to see a doctor or awestruck to be to see to meet a teacher because they actually like do shit in this world. People, entertainment is a really big thing because entertainment is like distracting. Yeah. And sometimes it's like used as a coping mechanism, like music. A lot of people use music as a coping mechanism. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I listen to music. That's the when best. I cry. Yeah, that's the best way. I to listen to music when I'm angry. I just listen to music. So I gotta listen to music then, before I go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I have at to, work. Like, I just before I'm doing something stressful. But yeah, it just it soothes you. So I could see music. A lot of people like movies and things like you just like to watch things, things with a plot line. But people get too deep into it. Like mm. we shouldn't think like just this person that's just acted in a movie or made a song. We shouldn't be like if we seen them. We shouldn't be like oh I'm gonna faint. Like oh my god. Like we're in this person's presence. They're human just like us. Mm. It's just that they got some talent. Like idolization yeah but i mean that's what they put into our heads too that's why they give us all these celebrities and, and shit they make you think that life is so glamorous like yeah. their famous life like oh my gosh like they have all this money they can yeah. do whatever they and want that means that they're like they're happy i'm like money doesn't mean happiness just like right. when robert williams killed himself they're like what he was such a happy person and why would he do that i'm like okay because behind that act is a person who mm-hmm. has feelings and lives a life and he has pain like just because he's rich doesn't mean he deals with this doesn't deal with the same problems we do he just got money that's all it is and it's kind of even worse because people will think because you have money you have nothing to be upset about right. like granted there are sometimes where celebrities are being like privileged and they're just saying stupid stuff but like that doesn't mean just because you have money that doesn't equate to happiness mm. for some reason people think money Buys equals it. happiness but that's because i feel like people who aren't like in the position of being rich they don't understand it's because of capitalism it mm. all goes back to capitalism they push this 
American dream type shit on people mm-hmm. where like you're like you know just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and if you work really hard then you'll get to the top and you'll be that boss one day right. and unfortunately I mean for some people it does but it's only for certain people only the people they want to get through yeah. gets through that's why like it's a scam because you working really hard doesn't really matter unless you're the person they want to get through like or you can be used in some type of way like um i saw on tiktok they're talking about affirmative action when like people who are of certain ethnicities or races they will get like you know slots at schools like you know there has to be this many black people yeah yeah. like they're pre-saved slots at the school for um uh ethnicities you know ethnic people (laughs) but yeah and like that bothers a lot of people and i'm like low-key it bothers me too because it's like you you're only doing that to reach a quota you're only doing that so you can be seen as diverse Mm -hmm. you're not doing it because you think oh these people really deserve a spot like there's not a lot of people here like no it's an advertising thing yeah which is why like it's always to push an agenda that's why you should look at everything like they're trying to push an agenda because really they are yeah and then we have this unfortunate case of seven-year-old jaslyn adams um she was in like she was in a mcdonald's drive-thru with her dad and apparently her dad is some type of this is in chicago i believe let me check i believe this is in chicago though chicago Yes, Chicago police. Um, so, yeah, so they're in Chicago. They're in a drive through at McDonald's. He has his daughter in the backseat. He's driving. Um, apparently, he's some type of gang member because they had found on his Facebook where he posted this video of him pissing on someone's grave, oh. calling them, you know, an op, all types of that stuff. And so, yeah, so people are like, oh, this must be gang-related. And it's in Chicago where there's a lot of gang violence. Um, And they shot that car up, like, multiple times, I think over 30 times. Like, and it's not like they're anywhere where there's a lot of people and easy to recognize. They're in a McDonald's drive-thru. So that must have been, like, they know him. It was on site. They wanted him gone. Like, it's and it's, like, sad because... Did the dad die too? No, he's still oh, alive. Oh, damn. It was just the daughter, which is sick. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's... It, it's kind of fitting. It's kind of fitting, though, because what people don't understand is when you do stuff like that, they're not just... It's not just you who's going to be targeted. Mm. Like, especially when you're peeing on people's graves and you're going right. around, like, just disrespecting other people's loved ones. So then those people are going to want to disrespect your loved ones or they're just going to want to hurt you in general. It's like a game of tit for tat. Like, you hurt me, you took someone from me, you disrespected me, now I'm going to hurt you. So I'm not sure if they meant to hit the little girl, but they were only shooting in the back of the car. Like, if you see the pictures of the car, it's just, like, all in the back. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if they were trying to hit her. Yeah, maybe they were. But how, like, how did you know, how do they know that she would even be with him? I mean, yeah, because, like, um, maybe she was pretty short, so they couldn't even see her in the car. Like, so it's like, maybe they didn't see her. But maybe they didn't maybe they did. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no. No. Uh, scaring scaring yeah. someone is, like, one or two shots. But they, that car was holy as hell. Like, there was bullet holes all throughout that car. 
Um, he's lucky he's alive. I wouldn't say lucky, though, because his daughter's dead. So, and, like, he has to kind of, like, deal with that, like, with his family and then with himself, really, because we're our biggest critic. Yeah. So. Well, he definitely, the little girl doesn't deserve it, but he deserves that as a wake-up call. That should, yeah, because it's going to come back to you. What people don't know is that karma definitely exists everything you put out there is going to come back to you one way or the other yeah like you can't what what really gets me with people is how they think that they can do like not even just this situation but just in general like they think that they can do things to hurt others and that they can just go unscathed yeah and it's like no that's kind of not how it works sometimes they do go unscathed for a really long time yeah because that's like that's when it's that's when you should be even more concerned because maybe something like that's gonna happen to you. Like I feel like the longer it takes the karma to come, the bigger it is. Like yeah. that's why all my karma has been pretty quick. It's been pretty swift. Like and I'm glad because the longer it takes to hit you, the the worse me, it's gonna be. Yeah, the bigger the build up. Yeah. The bigger the build up. Like and it's really gonna knock you down because it took so long. Like it's, it's always something really clear bad. You off like the horse. like something like that. Like and sometimes your karma doesn't even come back to you necessarily. It can yeah, your loved ones or just people you know in general. Like an innocent bystander. Mm. What if he was just walking down the street and they started airing up the street? Like Mm. then that could have killed someone who doesn't even know what the fuck is going on, which happens a lot. Innocent bystanders are caught in the fire. And it kind of just like segues on to like something people um non-people of color because you don't want to say white that'll start some shit (laughs) but um that's something people always want to bring up when the conversation of police like police brutality is talking about they're like Like, what about about black on black crime i'm like okay there's still white on white crime crime. that's just crime, and it's just as bad but it's not like these people are in a position of power and they're abusing said power what it is is they're trying to limit us by saying that Oh well, y'all kill each other, so why can't somebody else kill you? Like it was like that doesn't make sense, right? Like, like two wrongs don't make a right, and you're sp- especially when you're supposed to be on the side that is protecting and serving the community. Those people take that oath, and that's also a job. It's also a part of your job. There's a certain professionalism that should go and into their, it. And their life is supposed to be on the line, not other people. Exactly, and it's like they're always like, "But what if I lost my life?" And it's like, "But you." Literally, your job is risking your life for the community. That's what you took on. You risk your life for the community. So why is it that when you are, like, on active duty, you're always only worried about your life? Then you shouldn't be a police officer because those people, they risk their lives for the community. The good police officers, they actually That's protect why there's, people. There's not many good police officers because there's not many good people. Like, mm. like I mean, there's some people that are decent but, like, truly good and brave people, there's not many of those. So nine times out of ten, you're going to meet a shitty cop. Because most people are shitty. And that's why people say all cops are bad, because most of them are bad. Even if they're not trying to kill you, they're still assholes. Like, every mm-hmm. cop I've met has been a dick. I've been, I was, like, I think I was, like, 16, 15 when my mom got pulled over. And obviously, even now, I'm 19, I still look like I'm a teenager, like mm-hmm. a, like a young teenager. So they pulled her over ask for her id and then they start asking for my id obviously i look like a kid like i don't have a fucking mm. id and i'm not driving so why do you need my id it's weird like and it's sad that we like every time we get pulled over or if I, we have an interaction with a cop our first instinct is to start recording because we know that our life or is just fear and panic. right 
Because you're like, like really I'm, that's another reason life. why I'm not looking forward to driving. Because you know you're gonna at least get pulled over once in your life, and that would freak me the fuck out. Right. Like, I can't. And then like I'm one of those people where I start freaking out and I kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, you know, he'll probably be asking me for something, and I'm like, my hands are probably shaking. Like, yeah. Either way, I'm gonna be really scared, and they clearly don't handle those situations well. They're scared, so that means they're fucking gonna kill me. Like, there's something, Ow. or they're guilty of something. Like, yeah. either way, they don't. Their reaction isn't the equal reaction That's to what, someone's like, fear. I don't even get, like, with pulling people over. I think a person should only be pulled over if there's some sort of warrant out for their arrest and you find their fucking car. Or they're speeding or some shit like that. But, but there's, like, go- probable cause. Like, they'll be like, well, we have probable cause. This car to- looks suspicious. Like, like, no. No, that's weird. They're not even allowed to do that. Like they, like, they can't come up to your, like, they can't pull you over and assume that you have weed. And even if it smells like weed in the car, they're not allowed to search it because it could just... I heard that they are. They are? it's probable cause. Like, that's so weird. Like, as long as the police have probable cause, Mm -hmm. then they're allowed to do it. And it's weird because, like, well, what if this person is biased? You can't just trust this person. Like, there needs to be more, like, I would say rigorous laws in place. Mm -hmm. Because that's just like, oh, well, I thought he had a gun. And it's like, but you didn't know for a fact that he did. And it's like, well, I thought he did. And it's like, but your thoughts aren't facts. That's something you just believe something they should do there's this movie and i can't remember what it was called i think it was called like escape room honestly but there's a few movies called like that same name but in the movie um all these people random people get selected to get put in this escape room that tries to kill them all like all of them are dying off one by one by each of these rooms but they start to figure out like why are we all here like why were we chosen and it was because they're all people that escaped the odds like one of them like was on a plane crash and she was the only person that survived mm-hmm. another dude who was like in the army and shit like explosion happened and everybody you know just like all people that were like they survived lucky so. quote unquote yeah so that's why I feel like they should do officers like I feel like they should choose some random group of people uh, in different chunks and put them in high risk situations to see how they respond and like those people the ones are that need to be in the police force yeah there should be some type of test and i feel like they have a written test but that's not enough no i mean they do they do psych evaluations and shit like that and the lie detector tests and i'm like people have already proven that you can lie on those Mm -hmm. and i'm like y'all i'm like even though you guys do that i'm sure you guys nine times out of ten let that person pass because you just want some fucking people right you're just like oh don't worry about this part like literally when you get hired for a job like They'll tell you, oh, there's a drug test and a background test. But, like, don't worry about that, though. Like, I feel like that's kind of what they do. But, like, oh, yeah, and there's a psych evaluation. But yeah. don't worry about that. It's like, a power thing. Because like, that's why, you know, most cops mm-hmm. are men. White men as well. And I think it's a power thing. Like, yeah, I'm above the law. Like, I get I get to carry this gun all day. Mm-hmm. I can go. I can really go up to anybody and get what I want from them because I'm an officer. Power dynamic. Yeah. I don't and think- it's a lot of people who weren't in power yeah. as they were growing up. Maybe people who were bullied. People who were abused. Either way, it's people with problems mm-hmm. who they're looking for some type of power kick. Like, some type of power boost. Which is odd. But if we're in terms of black-on-black crime... It's a product, it's honestly, you're a product of your environment. Right. Like, these people were, first they were enslaved. They were kidnapped and they were brought to somewhere they know nothing about. I feel like people don't look at the big picture, but they, you kidnap people, you bring them somewhere they know nothing about, and you force them to work in brutal conditions and you treat them brutally. Mm-hmm. And brutally is just a fucking safe word, really, right. for how they were cheated. But that, for, you know, sake of time, we'll say brutally. And then you just, you reluctantly, there has to be a whole war for you to release them 
Um, and and even still, there's segregation. You, you, there's segregation. Like, yeah, you still find a way to keep these people down. Like, and, and it's then, still now. Like, they, and people that try to be like, oh, no, you guys need to stop complaining. That was back then. Things are easier now. No, we're still... That was even that long ago. Right. right, and I'm like, we're still slaves. Just we have more, quote, unquote, freedom. And really, we don't. We think that freedom is, oh, I can go work a job. Mm-hmm. I can get an education, which I'm thankful for all those things. And I'm glad those people died for me and shit. But there's still problems Those are now. just basic right. necessities the things that, that everybody should have. Like, right. you should be educated. You should be able right. to get a job because you need those things in order to live your life Mm -hmm. because one you need education to you need just like basic education to do any job Mm -hmm. and you need a job to make money to support yourself so those are just things that people need in general but yeah and they just want to and then when people like they're impoverished like they're they live in ghetto communities and they blame those people for being yeah, in that situation. like oh well you could have did this you could have did that and it's like how could i have done that how could i have done that when they're literally on stacked against me i was watching the show and it's called uh little fires everywhere it's on mm-hmm. hulu you should watch it it has reese uh witherspoon and carrie washington mm-hmm. i think i told you about it a while ago but so Reese Witherspoon is like this rich white lady and she has kids like five and then Carrie Washington is this uh you know she's not she's kind of like I would say they're on the poorer side and she has one daughter named Pearl Mm -hmm. and Pearl wrote this essay um for like a college wait no she wrote it for I think school and then the girl who is Reese Witherspoon's daughter she's trying to I think she's a grade ahead of her Mm -hmm she's trying to get into college and she heard her essay because i think they were at some point friends mm-hmm. and i say that lightly because she didn't really consider her a friend mm-hmm. but um she, she stole it, it. Uh-huh. she stole it and she she made it about what hers what pearls was about was racism because they're black mm-hmm. she stole her essay and made it about sexism and so she just tweaked some things and made it about sexism and then submitted it and she got into college for that she got like they were like applauding her for it like and it was just like you literally stole from someone else and i feel like stories like that happen so many times or they step on marginalized people to like boost themselves up yeah and it's just so and then later on in the show the girl gets pregnant and she wants the white girl yeah the white girl Uh she gets pregnant by her black boyfriend um and he he doesn't want her to have the kid because he's a football player they're in like their senior year of high school he's like it's gonna ruin my life Mm -hmm. um and he found out that she stole that essay from her because he was like sounds a lot like pearl's essay and then he heard pearl's essay so he was like you stole that and then she was like "No, no, no 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 so he already has like animosity toward her like because he's a black man and she just stole a story from a black person Mm -hmm. so he's feeling like indifferent toward her but on the night of prom they had sex and they didn't use condoms so which i don't know why in teenage movies they make it seem like prom night is the night that teenagers want to have sex but we'll revisit that topic yeah Um, (laughs) we'll go back but yeah so they had sex and then she gets pregnant she doesn't he wants her to get rid of the baby she was like, maybe we can have it. And he was like, uh-uh, bitch. You're not going to yeah. ruin my life. You need to get rid of that motherfucker. Right. And then so she goes and gets it. And Pearl goes with her. But she puts Pearl's name. Like, so Pearl let her use her name to get the abortion. Because she didn't want anyone to find out she had one. And I'm like, that's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Bro. And how, like, how would anyone find out? 
I don't know. Like, they maybe her go- mom because she's a minor. Like, maybe. Are they going to call or something? I don't know. Like, maybe they'll call and check up or something. Like, or maybe the bill will be on their insurance because I don't know. Wait, how- but you didn't, you say they're, they're like seniors? So they got to be at least like 17, 18. Or you, you can, you can be a junior and apply for college. Mm-hmm. So you can start junior year. So they're juniors or seniors. Either way, Pearl is younger. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like a grade younger, like 10th grade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she let her put her name down. And then she brought her to her house for her recovery. And I'm like, that is, like, and it's so weird how black people would do the most for other groups of people. But then, like, I'm telling you, that's going to come back to bite her in the ass. Because that white girl has already stolen from her. She's mm-hmm. already proven she can't be trustworthy to her. Um, so, yeah, and then she still went on out out of her way to help her, and it's crazy that Pearl is the one that she went to. It's really crazy to me, because why do you think I understand this issue? What about, what about me gives you the vibe that I get that you need to have an abortion? I mean, that's kind of reaching, but I'm just saying, like, why would you, if I was probably like, and why did you come here? Why are you asking me? I think it's because deep down people know that, like, black people are good people. Like, that's why, like, when, like, the white people that aren't racist are always like, well, because, you know, the white kids get bullied and shit because they're weird. So they're always like, oh, well, the black kids are usually always nice to me. Like, they're always accepting, usually. Like, so I think that white people even though they oppress us they're also relying on us at the same time they really time. are and they'll they'll use it to trick you mm-hmm. like there's so many examples of where like just back in like the jim crow days where a black man was trying to help a white woman or just a black person was trying to help a white person and they got persecuted for that and that white person they helped did not speak up for them at all yeah at all like they just let that happen to them and it's just like that's sick because you use that person to help you but then when they need your help in return you just you're nowhere to be found like you're silent as a mouse and that's strange right like all the freaking black women that had to raise white babies that mm-hmm. weren't even theirs mm-hmm. it's just imagine like, try, having to raise the the freaking enemy's child like but they still didn't hold that against those yeah. children because shit let it be me poison. i would i definitely would have been like poison hey, like that's the, that was the way to get to like I think that's why a lot of those kids weren't racist because they also developed mm-hmm. a bond and, with like, that person and that was almost like a mother. So, but then as they got older, like they it's had like, to. Okay, so their parents would leave them with the the black baby until they were like teenagers. Then they like all of a sudden had interest in them. Then they were all of a sudden a parent. Then that's their child. But when it's the hard part, like where you're raising the child and teaching the child core Feeding values, it, yeah. Then they, like, want no parts. That's why slaves breastfed. Like, they wanted no parts in that part. But as soon as our child got older, I mean, like, that's, so that's when they, they came around. They viewed us as animals, but they would let us, like... Because they saw us as the help. All we were was the help. And then people would, like... And then what the sad part is, black people would feel like those positions are, like, higher-up positions. Like, they are now in a position of power over the black people who are picking cotton outside. And then the black people outside would really remind them, bitch, you're still a slave. Like, you think you're doing an imp- a more important job, therefore you are better than me. But at the end of the day, you don't It was worse on the... I mean, not necessarily worse, but it, I feel like you dealt with more mental and physical abuse on the inside because you were being usually raped by your mm-hmm. master. You had to raise a kid that wasn't yours. You couldn't take care of your own kids. But the thing is, they would go outside to rape the women, too. Yeah. And then they just leave them outside. Like, you literally walk from your house 
to sexually assault me and then just which is bestiality technically because we're animals right so you're having sex with your livestock like it's weird but yeah i don't know like the house slave versus uh outside slave thing is just and that's what they they did that on purpose yeah Yeah, that's what they used to divide people they were like okay some of them should come inside others of them should stay outside and that's going to cause a divide in their uh dynamics and that's where it all began and that's why like you seen like how um you know how the saying or not the saying but the belief that all black men leave their families Mm -hmm. that started back then too because what it was is that they would take the black man outside either rape beat whip them all that in front of the family Mm -hmm. to basically weaken them and make them feel like and also they had no power over the like so when they would have sex and they would it's usually someone you didn't want to have sex with they're literally breeding you like animals and then they're gonna take your kid yeah like so it's honestly like a trauma response that black men had like where they just stopped caring because like it was something that would really hurt Mm -hmm. like I can't control what's gonna happen to this kid. I can't control what's gonna happen to this woman. Like so, so well all in all, like I can't put any emotional out. Like I can't afford to put any emotional output to this. This is something that is harming right. me. I'm just gonna cut that off because eventually that's what people do. If something keeps hurting them, they will. Yeah. Sometimes they'll stay in the situation, but there's no care. Yeah. That's like, why people no need love. to believe in spirituality because obviously yes it is i mean first of all men in general just be leaving their families but yes it happens a lot in the black community and i'm like because of generational trauma it's embedded into their minds and subconsciously so i don't know and then it's this over sexualization as well like they don't want people to you know what's so strange when you're talking about the sexualization of like black women Mm -hmm. it's that like so most men will say they don't find black women attractive okay whatever but it's like behind closed doors they have this weird fetish and they do that a lot like not even to just black women like women who are overweight women Mm. who are like maybe like just not what society yeah just not what like the regular girl you know but like so they're not gonna like because they don't front they do like you it's just Mm -hmm. they're because especially with men they constantly want approval from other men which is embarrassing so that's why they keep it to themselves it was like well i like her but i can't like let people know that i like her which and it's i don't know that's like a weird practice like if you like someone, why does it matter how other people feel about them? Because because they care about what other people think. Yeah, and that's they thrive weird. off of that. Sad. Like they look for validation. Mm. They're like, and that's the problem within men too. Is like they'll be like, yeah, look at my girlfriend, she's and they'll hot. see that like as a, a validation, like, a prize or a like, trophy. like she's a trophy. Like which they, prize. I mean, like, yes, chair, like you know, show off your woman, but it's also like we're still a person, not yeah, an object. Yeah, they're people. You should be like, oh, look, my girlfriend. She has a great personality. Right. She's not, beautiful. She's smart. She's like it just shouldn't be like. My girlfriend got fat ass, you know, she got big titties, you know, nice lips. She's like, obedient. You're just talking like, about her face. Yeah. You're talking, that's, none of that shit goes skin deep. Why don't you say your girlfriend has a good personality? And that's how a lot of people get in these toxic relationships because you're just chasing a face. Mm-hmm. You're chasing a look and you're not caring about how this person yeah. really is. You got to pay attention to how people compliment you too. If they're always like, it's always physical compliments. Mm-hmm. They most likely only care about your face. And I don't know if you heard about that story where it was like posted on the shade room. It was like a social media story. It wasn't news. I don't think but he has a kid with a white woman their baby's mixed and he took her to get her hair braided and the white lady had a problem with that she didn't like that she was like don't put braids on my child like she doesn't wear those types of hairstyles like and he was like she's black 
And then she's like, she's half white too. So she's not just black. She's not just which so is she true. Can do, but but she like can do she both. can't. Yeah, why can't she celebrate she's, the other side of her culture? Yeah, that's strange. So she's and that's a something racist. he didn't even really know. And yeah, it's like because you're not paying attention to who you're sleeping with. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to these people because if you wanted to know, you would know. There's red flags everywhere right everywhere when someone is just like it doesn't even have to be racist when they're just not right in general but you know people like to look past those things so he probably already thought like in the back of his mind like oh that's not good but like he never thought that she would be out front with it that's when everyone's like oh my gosh she said that and it's like but you knew you knew she had some like passive aggressiveness you knew she felt some type of way but now she's saying it out yeah she's probably made some negative comments about black Mm -hmm. women especially because i'm sure in the past he's dated black women so she'd probably bring that up and then she was probably like and then he didn't notice during the pregnancy when maybe like because i noticed a lot of white women who are pregnant by black men they will want the baby to come out with certain features yeah, like so like you hair. didn't notice during the pregnancy like she was like oh i hope she has really pretty curly hair like i hope she has like my eyes um and then like she's like i don't want her to be like too dark you know just like you know medium like it's like that's weird and then uh, now on tiktok there are a bunch of mixed kids who are saying that um there's a difference between having a a white mom and a black dad than having a black uh, mom and a white dad Mm. because i guess your mom i mean honestly what's not really talked about in the parenting dynamic is that no matter what i feel like the mom is always the brunt of the care unless she's missing Mm-hmm. But, like, for some reason, she's always the brunt of the care that you receive. Even when your parents are together, it seems like um, that because we were actually connected you. to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I actually, this guy, like, who was like a doctor, actually explained it. And he was like, you know how, like, men are like, oh, yeah, like, swallow my kids. Like, you know, they think they hold the kids, but really, we have the kids already. Mm-hmm. They're just like fertilizer. Yeah. So, like, really, like, all they do is kind of just send, send that electrical piece of energy into the fucking egg. Like and, a little shockwave. Yeah. And that just wakes life. it up. Mm-hmm. And when they be in there. So, I don't know. It's almost like we don't meet. Like, we need men, but we don't. But people do need fathers. It's not yeah, something yeah, to talk yeah. about enough. Like, I get it. You should, single moms should be applauded because it's hard. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that you should, should want. Yeah. It's not something that you should be okay with. That's a situation where it's unfortunate. That shouldn't have happened. You shouldn't have to raise your kid alone. But you did anyway right. because you had to. That's your child. But it's like to a point where people are just like okay with it. It's like an ideal that's like fine with people. And it's like, no, that shouldn't be fine with you. They Children think it's a better option because they're like, oh, well, I did it by myself. So that means I'm doing a good like, job. Like, yeah, my mom was a single parent. And it's like... That's not a good That's thing. why you're like this, babe. Like, and that's you why people need two parents. People get offended when I say, like, you know, I think that having kids should be, um, what's the word? Uh, damn, I can't think of a luxury. That and like it needs to be. Um, I can't think of a word, but like it's like monitored, like I regulated. Feel like, regulated. There we go. I think good people are like that's no, like you're controlling what people do with their bodies. I'm like no. I'm thinking about these kids. Even though my mom would, like, she did everything she could to take care of me, and I'm so glad she did what she did, and I'm thankful. 
there were definitely things I shouldn't have gone through or had to see or experience because I was a child. A child mm-hmm. deserves the world, therefore you shouldn't be having kids until you got the world, until you got your house, until you got your car. You have a husband or at least people in your life that are going to be in this kid's life and give them a positive influence. Mm-hmm. Your mental health is good. You know how to communicate because a lot of parents don't know how to communicate with their kids and they're quick to anger. But people just have kids because they can. I don't think that should be allowed. And then they like when you have the child, they see the child as an extension of themselves. They think it's property. Like, like they're not. Yeah, a like this is my child. That's like, like yeah. I don't it's like, like that. No, your child is a person. Like I mean, everyone's excited when they're first about to have a baby. Like oh, dress it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that's just because like those things are cute. But as that, like as a child gets older and they start forming their own personality you can't i feel like where a lot of parents go wrong is they keep pushing their ideals but and they, their they personality like onto that. that child and it's like everyone is different every person you will meet is not going to be the same mm-hmm. everyone is different so you need to raise your child as their own specific being and then they compare their children to each other mm-hmm. and it's like that's one going to create animosity between your kids and two no one's the same. I feel like that's not talked about enough, especially in things like in terms of medical care, the school system. Yeah. Like, they generalize a lot of shit. And it's like, no one really learns the same, and no one's body is really the same. Right. We're all different, even though we do have similarities. Like, some things can be generalized. Like, but most things, if we're talking about like a group of people, not really. Yeah. I feel like that's where a lot of things go wrong is that people will generalize and it's just like in really everywhere like rich people will generalize poor people white people will generalize black people and other races men will generalize women it's like this whole thing like oh all girls are the same all black people are criminals like all poor people because it's easier to because like The people we see every day or the people like anyone that you keep seeing repeatedly whether they're a stranger or not like that's our world like we're limited to only the things that we see Mm. so if we keep meeting which like i said earlier people most people are shitty so if you kind of keep meeting the same people you're going to start generalizing just like how you notice patterns in a person like okay i've noticed you're kind of abusive because you keep doing this over and over and over and then you would have so I think they it's quick to their life experience. Yeah, so it's quick to be like, oh no, all these people are the same because every- I keep meeting these same type of people, so that must mean that they're all the same. But I'm just like, I don't know how hard it is to logically be like, all all these people aren't the same because I haven't met every single person in this group of people. Exactly. I don't know all these. I don't know all the black people in the world. Like, and I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't get along with every single black person in the world because people are fucking weird and annoying everyone's different everyone has their different crowd of people but where it goes wrong is when someone doesn't fit that mold someone doesn't fit what you believe is normal and right then you want to judge them i mean i mean generally there are some things that are just wrong you know morals are morals right is right wrong is wrong and for the most part i feel like people can agree but then again i'm like no, for the most part, people can't agree because there are people who think it's okay to date people years younger than them. Like, yeah, I most mean... Most of us think that's wrong. I mean, years. It's, just it's like, legal in California now. It can have, you have a 10-year uh, age gap. Did they pass that, really? Yeah. That is sick. As and that's the epicenter of Hollywood. 
Wow, no one thought about that. Like that's the epicenter of Hollywood. They perp- they they only they passed it because for all those politicians and celebrities mm-hmm. and shit, so that they don't get in trouble for the shit. It's still gonna be fucking nasty though. No one's ever gonna look at it and be like, oh well, the law says, bitch. No one cares. You're fucking nasty and you're weird. Just because something is legal doesn't make it right. I got an argument with uh freaking Shane about that at work because he was saying, um, damn, I just forgot what I was about to say. It was about um. Oh, I was saying most men are rapists. Most men are, like, those are the pedophiles. He was like, oh, so you're saying that women can't be pedophiles? I was like... No, they definitely can. I'm like, there's definitely women who are pedophiles, but it's it's men mostly. But you know what? You know why women get away with it and they're not talked about as much? Because Because men like it. misogyny. Yeah, that's It's misogyny. Like, they push that toxic masculine shit. Like, oh, if my son was fucking a 25-year-old, I'd pat him on the back. Yeah. And it's just like... That's not something that's But good. that's because women are considered more safe. Like, we're not... Yeah, like, they don't think that there's malicious intent behind yeah, that. Yeah, And that's weird. And that's why women are used, like, for sex trafficking. They're used a lot because everyone's gonna... No one finds a woman to be threatening. Everyone's yeah. gonna trust a woman. And it's like, one, no. If anything, I'm gonna start trusting women the least because they're smarter. They're more yeah. cunning. And when they get you, girl, they get you, like... And they fuck you up in a way worse way. Well, I wouldn't say way worse because it's, it's there's no, you know, And that's scale. why we got all these men that hate women because they be getting fucked over and shit. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Women can be very vindictive because at the even though women don't have power, we have something that is desired mm. most of all, which is vaginas mm. or like just a woman's body, a woman's face. Yeah. Like, and so once you've been marginalized just down to that, like, because really that's all women are to most men is that they're their bodies. So once you learn that, which is sad, like once you learn that you can gain from just using those things, then that's when the, you know, the switch, it flips. Yeah. You're like, hold on. And then they're mad at it. Like, like only fans. Yeah. And it's like you realize this platform is only created because you give money to it. This this will be completely eradicated if you guys just stop, stop putting money. money into it. Like stop spending money on it. Like that's but the only so way those people can thrive. It. But it's like no, you want to see someone's tits. You want to see. That's why the ass. porn industry thrives too because men mm-hmm. watch porn more than women. I don't know. I watch porn. I mean, I trust me. I watch porn a lot too. I watch my fair share. So I don't know. But like, they're definitely the ones who are. But it's more appealing for men. Like, that's why men also have these high standards for sex because they base their fucking shit on. And it's so weird they have high standards because, like, bitch, you don't do that. Like, you're not good you at that. You want me to be all these positions, but you can't even eat like, my coochie. You, they like, want you to bounce on the dick for like an hour, but you nope. can't even you can't even find a clip. Like, sir, please, get the fuck. You don't even know that I have a G-spot. Right? Like, <laughs> I saw on TikTok, it was like when he's just been rubbing your lips the whole time. Or the, and, no, the flap in between, that's right? what he said. Like, oh you, my it's gosh, all burning get shit off me. And then like, and I you don't like know. That? I'd be like, and then like, I'd be showing like signs of pain. I'd be like, ah. Like, and then be like, ooh, you can't yeah. take it. And it's like, you're hurting me. No, like, that's like, I'm in pain. Just like, there was this guy who was playing, he was like, if you ever complain about a girl being loose, you should actually be happy if she feels loose because that means that she's aroused. If it's tight, you're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like she's, she's like closed up. She's not comfortable. Right. Like, um, and people don't understand, at the end of the day, the vagina is a muscle. Right. It doesn't get 
loose, quote unquote. Yeah. Like it, it contracts and it decontracts. Like it doesn't like there's no looseness to that. And it's actually a very incredible organ because a whole human can come out of it and eventually it's just gonna go back to that shape. Like it's kind of like I don't know. They think they're like scrunchies where you I don't know use, use them, it so use, them, use them, then it's gonna be looser. But it's like I want to no. know. I want to do research about that. Like where that originated. Like the idea of a woman getting loose. But I think that goes like that goes just from, like, whore culture. That and just being like I think like the whole thing about wanting a virgin. Like she's not used. Like she's fresh. She's Purity. Tight. She's never been touched. <coughs> And I don't get that either. Like, why does it matter? Like, you're the first. Like, okay. It's because it's like a control thing. It, I don't, it kind of always goes back to control. Like, this person has never had sex. Ever. So I'm they like, don't I'm have the first any, idea mm-hmm. of how to like. They don't have any experience. But then when they get like someone who's not experienced, they don't really like it because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing. They're just That's like, why I, would, I prefer people that aren't virgins. Because yeah, because nigga you don't know what you're doing i don't know what the obsession is with virgins but they're just like because men are fucking weird she's though. pure it's a control thing mm-hmm. it's like a and it's like a um like a they property thing that's what but pedophilia comes into because most people who are virgins are children mm-hmm. like you know most people start having sex in like teens and then obviously into it later into adulthood and honestly pedophilia has always been something that's was okay it was that's okay a, before i feel like pedophilia is a bigger issue than racism low-key like but that's you know obviously racism it's more swept under the rug because no one wants to call that out we're all quick to call some racism except for coons and idiots but like pedophilia oh no everyone's slow to call that one out they're like well maybe like maybe she wanted to be like like no no bitch he's a weirdo that's weird like everyone's always trying to make up these excuses they're like, okay, but this, and okay, but that. And we and have to like, conform what? to that. Like, you know, like, okay, my mom's always taught me, like, if it's a if man's in the house, I have to wear a bra, or I can't wear shorts. Right, like, my mom's like, you need to go put on some shorts. And I'm like, why? That person shouldn't be looking at me like that. I literally told her, I'm in a house full of my relatives, so it wouldn't matter. That's weird. You're being weird. You need to calm down. And it's because those people, they've been touched. They've been, like, especially by someone close to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been violated by someone close to them, so now they're projecting that, um that hurt and that discomfort onto but I'm like, other people. Why not just get rid of those people then? Like you're right, keeping like, why are you people appeasing, that would even... Why are you appeasing right. like pedos and rapists? Like that's weird. And they always shift it onto the woman. They're like, you need to protect yourself. Like there's And then, and then you're home if you if I walk around with first of all, these are my natural breasts. We're smart like we're supposed to have these out anyway. If men weren't perverts or people in general weren't perverts, we could walk around naked. Mm-hmm. But because dress code. Right. Like it's mostly based towards girls because with bodies. how am I a destroyer? How, like, why is that distracting it's not, to me? It's not about, like, and I thought of it, because this girl um, that still goes to Glendale and shit like that, she posted, like, how she got dress coded. Her friend, who was skinny. Right? Was I've always seen, like, skinny bitches, like, and Get they, away with it. It's, like, this movie called Moxie. They were talking about it. Um, like, the girl with the more, like, curvaceous body, they dress coded her. Yeah. And there was literally a girl sitting right next to her. She was like, she has on the same top as me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just come on. And it's like, no, but you they are shaming me because I have a developed body. Right. I look older and I, like, I'm not allowed to wear these outfits, which is weird. If you're going to dress code, you need dress code across the board. Right. Don't. And it's not about students it's not about other male students looking at you it's about those teachers mm-hmm. it's about them too. so maybe in a way they're kind of protecting us but it's still like 
why are you looking at me so damn hard? Right, like, and then why are you not purging those people? Right. Those people are the ones who need Get them in trouble if they're distracted me, in class the child by me. wearing a damn tank top. First of all, we live in Arizona. Right. My so first when day I went school. to Glendale and I was like, we have to have sleeves. Do you know how hot it gets in this state specifically? That is dumb. You and we then can't wear they punish us for jeans. having cleavage. Like It's like, I can't control this at all. There's nothing like I can do. It's not like I went out and got a boot job, honey. This is just how they hang off my chest. Like I don't know what you want. Even me to do still, about like that. I don't know. Even like <clears throat> that's why I feel like this men are more perverted than women because even like let's say I saw a dude, he got some gray sweatpants on. I might glance down there for the one time, but that's it. And I'm not gonna get all like, mm, fuck, I gotta have him. Like right? I gotta touch him. Like. And then you have the internalized misogyny of women who will like they'll like they'll see a woman who looks good, or they'll like maybe a teacher will see you and you mm-hmm. look good, so they're gonna dress code you, yeah, like because they're like, Mm-mm, she looks like a hoe, she shouldn't be wearing that, right? And it's like, well, really, they're girl, just a what? Hater. Like I remember Miss Taylor, I was wearing this romper. I think I still have it to this day. Like it has a zipper down here, but it was zipped all the way up, mm-hmm. and it was like it was obviously short. Like yeah. it didn't go all the way down. It's not a jumpsuit. It's a romper. Right. And like as soon as I got in her classroom, I'll never forget this day. And I don't know if you knew who Kaisha was, but you mm-hmm. can ask her because I yeah. sat with her. Like I couldn't even get past the door. She was like, Malaysia, put your arms by your side for me. And I was like, I just got in here. She was like, I just want to see how uh, short those pants are. And I was like, she was like, yeah, you're gonna have to go to the office for me. And she did that to me all the time. And one time she literally made uh, Kaisha take off her sweater. She had on a sweater, it was zipped up. She made, and she did that to me too. She was like, can I see what's under your cardigan? And I was like, that's like a t-shirt. And like, it was like a cami. And when I got to the office, I was like, she made me take off my cardigan. Like, and I have on something that's covering it up. I don't think that should be allowed. And she was like, well, it is allowed because like, either way you can't wear it. And I'm like, but I was covering it. I'm like, yeah, that's so dumb. I was so irritated with that. I went to the bathroom and I angry cried. I was so mad. That's not what it was like with Miss Good. Like, first of all, she never was like that with me. Like, we were always cool. But I think it was because when I became her peer tutor senior year and I wasn't doing anything because she wasn't asking me to, she started dress coding me. And it was just for ripped jeans. Most of the time, that every time she dress coded me, I think it was ripped jeans. I think I had one shirt that was like cleavage. Mm-hmm. And, she, and first of all, I would never go to that damn office. I was just like, bitch. And I would just go sit outside until it was time to go and go to my next class. Yeah. And she would never, she never snitched or anything like that. But I'm like, girl, like, especially as a woman, you're participating in this shit. Right? I got dress coded on my birthday for my ripped shorts. It was my 17th birthday, and my shorts were ripped in Miss Good's class, but it was by Miss Raznikov. Her pure, her like little oh Rascone, yeah Rascone, Miss Rascone. Really? Um, Yeah, it was my birthday, and she told me happy birthday, and then gave me a pass to the office. And she was Miss Good probably asked her to do it because she was like she never seen. Because remember she was really quiet and like Mm -hmm. she was shy and shit. So Miss Good probably. And then but there was this dude. I don't know if you knew who Holly was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he always had these jeans where you could see his whole knee, Mm -hmm. his whole knee. Like, mine were just, like, rips in my thighs. Yeah. But, and they're just shorts. But you can see his whole fucking knee. But thighs and they never And that was, he was wearing, he was wearing those that day. Mm. I was like, you can see his whole knee. That's why I'm like, if you're going to dress code one student, you need to make everybody Yeah, you need to do the rounds, everybody. bitch. You need to do the rounds. Like, don't just send me out. Like, I always felt like teachers were literally yeah. persecuting me because my body is not the body of a child. That's one of the reasons why I left um, orchestra, because... Hold on. Pause it. 
görüşürüz.